So in honor of pastor appreciation, we'd like to present you guys with a card. Um, you may hug the pastors later, except for Tom, don't touch him. <laughs> he hurts today. <laughs> but you can maybe like tiny pat. <laughs> so here are your cards. You're welcome. Thank you. Amen. You guys always uh, sneak it up on us, and uh, thank you for honoring us, and uh, really just appreciate just really the, uh, the privilege it is to serve the body of Christ. Amen. We do love ministry. We love helping people, and we're just so thankful that over 22 years we've seen people's lives changed. We've seen people get saved and uh, lives be changed completely, and we're just so thankful. But thank you for honoring us. We, we do appreciate you guys and just love you dearly. Um, <clears throat> even uh, kind of a hard transition because we didn't know this was getting ready to happen, so I uh, didn't know it was going to happen here. But uh, there is our, our service today is a little different on what we're going to do and how we're going to share. My wife and I are going to share. We're going to tag team something that the Lord's put in our hearts, and she's going to go before me, but I want to lay a little foundation before uh, we share some things This uh, as a part of the message today. I know we have a lot of guests with us. We want to welcome you. We're glad you're here, and you're going to get a partake in what, what's going on in our family here at New Covenant. But over the last several months, we've been talking about we're, 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 the, we're an Acts 2 church. Uh, I love Angela Farmer put uh, a cup together for my wife. And it says, Acts 2 is what we do. And we've been preaching over the last several months about the Acts 2 church and how they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, which is the Word of God. They were devoted to breaking bread together in homes. They were devoted to fellowship, which is the caring and the sharing, the loving of one another. And they were devoted to prayer. And how we've been talking about those, those aspects within our own church. And we've been going through a lot of different things and... Uh, in, 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 in bringing that scripture out, and, and Brian and Sarah's house when it burnt, you know, we all came together, and the fellowship part of the sharing and caring was so obvious. And, and even now, there's really a great need for the sharing and caring, but even moving as a church into this, the fourth dimension of those four essentials that the church needs to be, and that is the area of prayer. God is calling this church to a greater season of prayer. And, and, and the early church, they were devoted to prayer in a whole different way than what we experience here in America. And, and so there, we're, today we're going to declare a corporate fast over the next three weeks. Karen's going to talk about that. But it's going to be moving us into an area over the next several weeks of, of focusing in on prayer because we need some breakthrough. Even today, the songs and the prophetic words that came forward about were about breakthrough and about breakthrough. And uh, this all started over the last several weeks because the church, there have been many, many in this church who have been attacked physically. You know, I was down in my back. Uh, I, was, I had a fungal infection where histoplasmosis had attacked my body. And, and last year, they, I didn't even know if I was going to make it. 
and Tom and others have been attacked and bless if you don't mind Kristen everybody so everybody knows who Kristen is I'm gonna embarrass the daylights out of you she has her little mask on today in the last couple of weeks she's been attacked with cancer in her colon and in her uh, liver and so she's in the process of going through chemotherapy and about 10 days ago my wife bless her heart everybody love Karen yeah. Yeah. go ahead yeah come on you love her she's good she's amazing She's this little prophetic wor woman in a 5'2 body, and she's a powerhouse. <laughs> and about 10 days ago, we sent out an email about uh, a fast. That the, she felt like the Lord was calling the, this church to a fast for Kristen and to begin to war for her and to begin to do battle for her in the area uh, of, of this cancer and coming against it. But as, we, as she brought it to Tom and I and we, and we started talking to other leaders about it, we felt like this was a so much bigger than just a fast for Kristen, but that there was this fast that God was calling us to for breakthrough in the area of health and breakthrough in other areas. So my wife's going to share a little bit about the fast, and then I'm going to come up and share uh, about some of the details of what we feel like the Lord's put in our hearts about us as a corporate body coming in unity together to fight some battles. And the way we fight our battles are definitely through praise and thanksgiving. Yeah. That, that, that song is so huge. And, and God is a shield. And, when, the, and we, when we feel like we're encamped around by the enemy, we have a Savior. We have a God who is taking care of us, and he is fighting our battles. Amen? Yeah. But Karen's going to share a little bit of what God has put on her heart, and then I'll come up and share some things. So this is going to be the message part. The sermon is a little different today. We're going to tag team it. And... Uh, I think, and then after, after all this, we're going to then have a baby dedication, as Shelly has shared. But uh, just uh, uh, allow my wife to speak from her heart today. Well, you stole yeah. everything about everything I was going to say. <laughs> no. But that's okay. I'm worried. Um, I just want to say that perfect love casts out fear. And um, so as I keep my eyes and my heart um, fixed on him, um, I don't walk in fear, but the moment I take my eyes off of his perfect love, the perfect one, um, that's when fear really wants to attack. And so um, that's just for all of us that perfect love casts out fear. Um, but anyways, um, so I am here this morning to share and encourage the body of Christ at New Covenant to a corporate fast. Um, this began a couple of weeks ago. Um, where I really felt strongly that the Lord was calling New Covenant to a fast um, for breakthrough in signs, wonders, and miracles. I shared it with Tom and Eric, and they felt a confirmation from the Lord in it as, in it as well. Um, but to back up uh, just even a little bit further, um, Um, it started several weeks ago when my sweet dear friend Kristen shared some news with me as Eric shared that left me speechless and just almost devastated and like Eric shared um, she was diagnosed with cancer of the colon and the liver and that sent me into fervent prayer and intercession for my friend. Um, 
but I felt like there was another dimension that I needed to add to my prayer and my intercession, and that was fasting um, to move this mountain in her life. Um, I'm not an expert at fasting, um, but I just know that I've been called to fast for my friends. Um, and in that, as I began that process of fasting, um, the Lord reminded me of other people in our body of Christ here at New Covenant that have other heart issues, blood issues, back issues, neck issues, um, stomach issues. And so I have now incorporated them into my fast as well. Um, when we fast and pray, and they're combined, and they're dedicated to the glory of God, that's when fasting and prayer reaches its full effectiveness. Um, the word says in First uh, John five fourteen through 15, it says, not, God only promises to answer our prayers when we ask according to his will. Um, that we have the confidence in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, and it is his will to heal, not maybe, but it is his will. It's his perfect will. That's who he is. He heals. Um, he hears us, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. So in the Old and New Testament, there are many examples of people that fasted and prayed. Um, they were and they still are for a purpose. And one of those purposes is just to strengthen our prayer. Um, numerous incidents in the Old Testament connect fasting to prayer, especially intercessory prayer. Fasting does not change whether God hears our prayers, but it can change our praying. It brings a note of urgency and importunity, which means persistence, and I am persistent in praying for those needs um, to give force to our pleading in the courts of heaven. Um, fasting and prayer is also to seek guide God's guidance. It's to express grief. It's to seek deliverance or protection. Another common reason for fasting in the Old Testament was to speak deliverance from enemies or circumstances. In scripture, this type of fast is generally carried out with other believers. It's also used to express repentance and a return to God. It's to express concern for the work of God. And it's to minister to the needs of others. So when we would use our time normally to be cooking or eating, I challenge you to use that time to meet the needs of others and to be praying for them as well. Uh, fasting is in prayer is, is and was used to express love and worship to God. And it also was used to and is to overcome temptation and dedicate yourself to God. So my prayer is that our motivation for our time of fast coupled with prayer would be for multiple things. Taking our authority in Jesus, appropriating it and standing on it and coming against Satan's dark kingdom. Two, to break a demonic bondage, car cancer, heart problems, tumors, etc. These are principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. And these are what we wrestle with, not the things of the flesh and blood, according to Ephesians 6.12. And to be praying and fasting for our family here at New Covenant and their families as well, because they too are under a heavy burden. Um, so prayerfully ask the Lord what he would like for you to surrender in this season of a fast and prayer. 
time. Um, pray and fast in faith. Um, and I also want to encourage you, don't get hung up on praying for victory. Pray from victory because the victory has already been won because we can get stuck there a lot of times. Um, but just pray from victory. So um, that's all I have to say. Well, what I want to share is some details about what the Lord has laid on our hearts. It's neat, about three weeks ago, our prophetic team uh, began praying and fasting for Kristen. And as Karen has said, and I've said earlier, it began to morph. And I know many have been fasting days of the week. And, um, but what I, want to, what I want to declare today is we want to declare a 21-day fast uh, corporate fast for breakthrough as Karen said and I want to just show you what breakthrough means and because there is some significance whoops go back that shouldn't be my first oh yeah yeah that is my first scripture I'm sorry guys and what we're standing on and if you guys will take a look at what mark 16 15 because we're going to stand on God's word his promise not just uh, what we feel like the Lord is saying to us from a rhema word standpoint, but what the word of God said in Mark 16, 15 through 18. We just finished our healing class. Aldridge stewarded a class on healing, and we're getting ready to even in January start another class about the authority to heal. But here's what Jesus said to his disciples as there were the, this commissioning was going on of, of them. This is what Jesus said. And he said to them, as you go into all the world, preach openly. This is from the Passion Translation. Preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe the good news will be condemned. And these miracle signs will accompany those who believe. Jesus said that believers will drive out demons in the power of my name. Jesus said they will speak in new tongues. Jesus said they will be supernaturally protected from snakes and from drinking anything poisonous. And Jesus said, and they will lay hands on the sick and what? Kill them. As a church, we believe in a foundational principle that God has called believers in Christ to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Can I have an amen on that? I thank God that I go to a church that believes in the healing power of God. I thank God it is not something that is, is uh, no longer a part of the gospel. It is a part of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we have seen many, many disappointments over the years. But I want to remind us of how many things God has done through this church, through the people of this house, to heal the sick. We have seen countless miracles. We have seen countless things that God has done, and I praise the Lord for it. I thank God that my son is no longer paralyzed. I thank God that he gave Gary Tower four more years, that literally, literally he had congestive heart failure. 
But God restored that man and gave him another four years. Miraculously. I can remember leaving for vacation thinking that I would be coming back for a funeral. And praise God, Pastor Tom went up there, laid hands on him, and there was an immediate turnaround. And I praise God for it. I can, and, and there's many other. I can remember Sandy Dillon having this cancerous tumor behind the ear. And literally, literally, the cancerous tumor began to dissolve away and was no longer found on x-rays. Guys, this is truth. I'm not just talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're talking about documented stuff that God has done. I think of Andy McGraw. Where's Andy at? Where's Andy? Raise your hand, Andy. Everybody see Andy right there. Andy McGraw, the fact, and Kim came up and told me this, I feel like I'm supposed to share the, the facts that the doctor said. He has a brain tumor, a cancerous brain tumor. The facts that the doctors came to him and said is, you only have a year to live. These kind of tumors don't shrink. These kind of tumors don't go away. And they gave him a year. It has been nine years that this man... Nine years. Nine years. And the tumor has actually shrunk a little bit. Not much, but it has shrunk some. And we are, we're, we're, this fast is about breakthrough for that tumor to completely be dissolved in his head. But this man is alive because of the power of prayer and God's people standing in prayer. So we've seen many, many miracles. And I could go on several others, but for the sake of time... We're not going to go there, but there are many, many, many. But now we're in this season where, I mean, I have 20 people on a list right now just in this small congregation who have need of healing in this house. And they've multiplied. And, and it's been very obvious to me as you take a bird's eye that there is an assault, there is an attack. And I know Tom, even last week, Pastor Tom shared uh, and it was just at the end of worship, he said, you know, many times the enemy assaults us where we have the greatest authority and gifting and anointing. And many times the enemy comes in like a flood to push the body of Christ back, to get them in doubt, to get them into unbelief. But God is raising up a standard against him. And I believe that this fast is about this, this 21 days of pushing back the kingdom of darkness, and say, no, we're not going to stand for your assaults. Amen. And so what is a breakthrough? What is a breakthrough in health and healing? What are we talking about? What is a breakthrough? If you look up the definition of breakthrough, it's any significant or sudden advance that removes a barrier to progress. How many want to remove a barrier to progress? And it may not even be health in your life. It, you may be here and you're in a financial break, need breakthrough. There may be other areas of breakthrough. I believe this fast is going to bring breakthrough in many, many dis dis situations where there's just a sudden advance of the kingdom of God towards these barriers. I love the second definition of breakthrough, though. A, <coughs> a military movement or advance all the way through and beyond an enemy's frontline defense. Ooh. And so when we're calling a corporate fast, there is a purpose under heaven. Yes, Kristen is a big part of that purpose, and Andy and others that we're going to make a list here of the people who we are going to begin to engage in prayer. But we're praying about a breakthrough and an advancement into the milita a military movement from this house 
into the kingdom of darkness and say, no, you're not going to advance any longer. How many want to do that? How many will be a part of that? Who will enlist in that army for 21 days? Now, here are just some of the ailments that are in this house. We've talked about Kristen Sippinger's cancer of the, of the, the liver and the colon. We're talking about Andy McGraw's cancer in his, in his head, the, the tumor. Tammy Giddings has something going on with her blood and possible cancer in her blood. I mean, those are some big areas we want to come against. The heart issues of AFib and arteries clogged and all kinds of heart things. You know, we had a lot of guys in AFib this year. Bob Hughes, Chris Hansen, Jeff Julian, Connie Julson, Alger Julson has blockage. Bruce Bilby and Vicki Taylor had open heart surgery this week. Monique Dilly, praise God, I just got a report. Her heart is good and strong, but she has some blockage in an artery. It's the largest artery in her heart. But we're going we're gonna to bring that in. Linda Adams was in the hospital for several weeks, and she has been riddled with flu and all kinds of stuff. I don't even believe she's here today. But we need to really lift up Linda. She lives in Anderson and is fairly new to the church. And my sister, Tina, I didn't know she was going to be here. Where's my sister? Everybody wave at my sister. She needs a heart transplant is what they say. And we are believing, she's believing, that God is going to heal my sister's heart. And so uh, we put her on the list as well because I know my sister. She believes in God's healing power. We've all gathered around her in her home and laid hands on her, anointed her with oil, and she's doing the word of God. And, and, uh, but my sister doesn't, is not going to get a new heart. We're going to believe God is going to restore her existing heart. Can I have an amen on that, sis? Love you, Tina. Glad you're here today for the, 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 not baptism, the dedication of the children. And so uh, Galena Lunt has something going on with her liver. Rhonda Thixton has a liver uh, issue and severe sugar problems. Uh, Vicki Taylor's back. She's getting ready to have surgery. Is that right, Vicki, possibly? And she really needs a, a, a healing in her back. Sean Dent was having back problems. I've been struggling with a back issue for two weeks. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's going to come down in Jesus' name. There's been necks. I know Tom's struggling in his neck. Even today, uh, Holly, Hun, Holly Drummond ha fell and fractured her wrist, and it is a mess. They did surgery on it, and literally the doctor said it, it's not healing. And he said there is some force that's keeping that plate from and it, keeping it up, and, it, and, and, and some force. The, literally, it was what the doctor said. And, we, and she needs deliverance and total reconstructive surgery in her wrist and her hand. Connie had surgery on her hand and still does not have mobility. And so we have hand issues. We got kidney issues with Tom having a couple kidney stones. Ken Withers, uh, um, kidney started shutting down. We have Gene Cook in the, I can't believe I lifted his name out. He's on kidney dialysis. Gene Cook, which is Sarah Hughes' dad. Uh, so I need to add that. And we've had infections. Karen Morgan had a mold infection. That their house had mold and it got in her body somehow. And you know me with the histoplasmosis, I had a fungal infection. If you want to be added to the list, you need to email me. You need to text me and let me know because we're going to send this list out. I have this list that you're going to be able to take. There's some here and there's a list by that little Christmas tree on that table of people so that you can take home and during the fast you can lift these names up before the Lord. And if you want to be added to that because you have a physical issue, I want to know about it. And we'll, we'll put you on the list and we'll email that out 
to update that, but at the end of the service, you can more than welcome to come and grab one of those or grab one on the table as you're on the way out. I even found out this Thursday when I was doing lunch with Jeff Julian, a dear friend of Jeff's and a friend of mine as well, had no clue it happened two weeks ago, but George Farrell fell 20 feet off of a, off of a um, house, a roof, and he broke his back. And uh, he, they're saying two and a half year recovery. There's, they, right now he can't feel anything from the chest down. And uh, George really needs a miracle. And I know all of you could add somebody to these lists. Does anybody else have some other people that they want to add to the list? And we're going we're gonna to stand for breakthrough. I know when I was in the hospital last year, actually it was in January too, um, I was laying in the hospital and I was shaking. I mean, the, 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 the fever that I had in my body, I was shaking so bad. And I mean, I was wearing winter gloves in the hospital, and this was before they could figure out what was wrong with me. And, and, and I remember uh, in my mind, because I couldn't war out loud, but I can remember in my mind uh, this saying, are you just going to lay here and take it, or are you going to fight? Because I, I was so sick at the time, I didn't even feel like fighting. And sometimes when you're sick and you got these things going on, You've got to have the body of Christ. You've got to have others fighting with you. You've got to have other people standing in the gap. You have to have people who are lifting up your arms. You have to have people doing war on the floor with you and for you. And this church loves the people in this church. We're a family, and we're going to stand with each other and fight our battles together. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. Amen, amen. So if you want to be added to that list, Please let me know. Well, one of the scriptures that I wanted to share this morning was out of Psalms 91. And it's about how God is our refuge and our fortress. And praise the Lord, Tom or whoever you guys picked out the songs today, they were amazing. Mm. Just, we were warring all day today with our worship. And that song that we sang today was out of Psalms 91. And it talks about how we as God's people, that who... Where does our help come from? Where does our help come from? And the Bible talks about how he is our refuge and our fortress. And it says, he will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I'm declaring that over Kristen. With long life will God satisfy her and show his salvation to her. Our help and our refuge is God Almighty. Can I have an amen on that? So for the next three weeks or 21 days, we're going to be calling out to God for breakthrough in the area of healing as we fast. Fasting, as Karen said, is a deliberate abstinence from food or other self-gratifying things for a period of time so we can focus on prayer to God for breakthrough. So we're going to be intentionally dying to our flesh. Anybody like dying to their flesh? Absolutely not. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Bah, humbug. You can choose whatever you do on Thanksgiving. I don't care if you eat and you eat and you choose not to or whatever. You're going to have to go before God because I'm telling you why this isn't a mandate that we're doing here. This is an invitation, which I'll talk about here briefly. But intentionally denying our flesh to focus ourselves on prayer 
for our family members that we just listed. Us unifying together as a church family to fight other people's battles. Can I have an amen on that for breakthrough? There are many, many examples in the Word of God. I wanted to share just a couple of even in, in our nation. I found as I was looking up fasting and looking up the, in the Word and all that kind of stuff that President Lincoln actually called four different fasts as a president of the United States. I found two specific ones that he did that it was to the whole nation and Congress approved the fast. Mm. Imagine President Trump declaring three days of fasting for America to unify her. President Lincoln called a fast. <laughs> Listen to these words from September of 1861. Whereas it is fit and becoming in all people and at all times to acknowledge and revere the supreme government of God. To bow in humble submission to his chastisements. To confess and deplore their sins and transgressions. In the full conviction that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And to pray and fast with all fervency and contrition for the pardon of their past offenses and for a blessing upon their present and prospective action. And whereas when our own beloved country that was once blessed of God, united and prosperous and happy, is now afflicted with faction and civil war. It is peculiarly fit for us to recognize the hand of God in this terrible visitation of war. And in sorrowful remembrance of our own faults and crimes as a nation and as individuals, to humble ourselves before him and to pray and to fast for his mercy. To pray that we may be separate or that we may be spared further punishment through our most just that though it is most justly deserved. That our arms may be blessed and made effectual for the reestablishment of law, order, and peace throughout our nation. Four more years, the war would keep going. Two years later, he declares another fast for our nation. It was a call and a fat time to fast and pray for rebuilding America. He knew, Lincoln knew, that the only way God, the only way this nation would repair itself was if, if we would unite with God. Because he knew it took God to bring the deliverance to the nation. And on this fast, in April of 1863, he called this day a solemn day of humiliation and brokenness and fasting. Asking God to deliver this nation again from this terrible civil war. And guess what happens in two days? Literally two days later, the war began to change. You know why it began to change? Because of the fast. Well, here's what happened. Two days later, Stonewall Jackson, General Stonewall Jackson, he was the strategist for the South in making advancements against the North. 
And Stonewall Jackson was out on reconnaissance, and he was out looking where the Confederate North was at so that he could come back and make his strategies. And on his way back, he gets shot by his own men, not knowing it was him. And they shot him. It, it ripped through his arm. He got an infection, then got into pneumonia, and he ended up dying. Literally, the, the strategist for the South, even him was a believer in Christ. He was even a godly man, loved God. But he was taken out, and it brought confusion to the, to the South in their deployment of, of, of winning, and ended up that the North ended up winning, and we have the Emancipation Proclamation, and we have Lincoln who, who put an end to slavery, praise the Lord, the oppression, and fasting brought a break in that situation. And I could give you other examples in the Word of God. There's so many in the Word where people prayed and fasted. We have Daniel who prayed and fasted. He was asking God for breakthrough in an, in an interpretation of a dream. And for 21 days, Daniel fasted with only fruits and vegetables and, and grains. That's why we call it the Daniel fast. And God brought breakthrough for Daniel. God brought breakthrough for Elijah in, in fasting. God brought breakthrough for Jesus. Jesus even fasted. The son of the living God fasted just before being tempted by the enemy. His disciples fasted. You remember the scripture that says that these, you know, the, the, the disciples were complaining that they couldn't drive out the demons. And what did he say? These come out by what? Prayer and fasting. The disciples prayed and fasted. And it wasn't so much that the demons responded to the uh, that they came out by prayer and fasting. It was the praying and fasting that actually changed the hearts of the men that gave them the power and authority. It wasn't that the demons were listening because of the fasting. It was because something was taking place in the people, the men and women of God, in their faith when they prayed and fasted. And so what we're going to do is we are going to call this fast even like Joel 2.15, blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, consecrate the assembly. And that is what Karen was talking about, what we're going to do. So this is an invitation. It is not required or demanded. You won't be shamed if you don't come with us. But I'm asking for the army of God to come with us. And God is extending an invitation to this church for breakthrough. How many want breakthrough? I want that bulging disc in my back to be restored. Anybody else have an issue they want restored? This is a choice to humble ourselves and yield to our deep need and dependence on God for healing and miracles and breakthrough. You can choose what you fast for the next 21 days. You can choose what you give up to focus on God in prayer. I don't care what it is. I'm going to share with you what Karen and I are going to do. I know there are other people who are doing other things. I mean, the prophetic team's already been fast, fasting every Tuesday. But we're going to start today. Woo, that quick. Yep, we're going to start today. And you may need time. You may want to start tomorrow. I don't care when you start. We're going to start. I know with Karen and I, we were online looking up stuff on, on what we were going to do. And I'm going to share what we're going to do. And maybe it'll be something that you want to do. But Karen and I are going to do a Daniel fast. A Daniel fast for 21 days where we eat fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and water. That's what we're going to do. I've been fasting on Wednesdays. I may continue to do that. I haven't determined, but I am going to, that's what we're going to do. I'm also going to do a media fast. 
there's so much time that we waste on media. I, I know my wife, we've talked about how she's, she's on Facebook for about a half hour. I said, what if that half hour that you're normally on Facebook, what if that was dedicated to Kristen one day? What if that was de- dedicated to Andy one day? What if that was dedicated to Tammy Giddings another day? What if that was de- dedicated to the heart issues one day? What if, what, if, what if that half hour of time that we waste, anybody waste any time out there? Is it just me? Awful quiet out there. I, even this morning, my last cup of coffee was this morning. And I was making the coffee. I was like, goodbye, so long, farewell, and me to say goodbye. And I was thinking, wow, just that five or six minutes to make that cup of coffee. God, I asked for breakthrough. I asked for breakthrough in the health of my sister, in the health of my brothers and my sister in Christ. I destroy strongholds and principalities that have erected themselves against your people. And I say no. I say no in Jesus' name. And I bless and I bless and I bless. And when the caffeine headache comes, I say, "Uh uh-uh. Get thee behind me in Jesus' name. It is a reminder to pray. (laughs) Ah, Praise God. So you'll need to decide as a family what God is asking you to do. I know over a week ago we talked about it. It may seem like a short notice, but we've been talking about it for about 10 days. And uh, I just want us to believe. God for some bigger things. I want us to be a people of prayer. I want us to be a people who call upon God. The word of God says that my house shall be called a house of my house shall be called a house of my house shall be called a house of prayer. And I tell you what, the early church was devoted What if in our connect groups, every time we get together and as we begin to pray for breakthrough, for health and healing in this house? What if you, when you sit down with your children for dinner and as you pray and break bread, Father, in Jesus' name, we're standing and we're asking for breakthrough. We're lifting up the names before you, God. And we thank you, God, for what? The breakthrough that you bring. We're not going to demand anything from God during this fast. We're asking God for breakthrough and a release of divine health during this 21 days of fasting. And after the 21 days, here's where I want to encourage us. After 21 days, we are going to have a healing service. At the end of the 21-day fast, we're going to call a sacred assembly, and we're going to have a healing service here on December 14th. It's a Saturday night, and any piece of, anybody that's on that list and anybody else that has need of healing in their bodies, we are going to actually pray, anoint them with oil for the sick to be healed. Amen. And I want everybody there. I want you to be there standing in faith and for breakthrough. 
But here's what God showed me on the, uh, and I'll, again, because we got the baby dedication here shortly, and, t- and Tina has some things to help us do a prophetic act of unity. Here's what the Lord showed me. It was one of those weird, I don't know how God speaks to you guys, that in the mi- early morning hours, when it's between sleep and, and unconsciousness. <laughs> don't even know what to call it. I literally saw us having a healing service. And what I saw was I saw the prophetic team over here, and the prophetic team would come, they would come, it was here, the emotional healing team was right here, and the healing team was right here. And here's what I saw. I saw people who were sick, they would come over here to the prophetic team, and the prophetic team would get words of knowledge. They would get an, a discernment about what was going on, if there was a blockage for the healing, if there was unforgiveness, if there was a generational thing that's on their line, there was this prophetic download that they would get on that person. Not, not to shame them, but this is what's going on in the spirit. And then they would take that information to the he- emotional healing team, and the emotional healing team would break off generational curses. Maybe they would walk them through a thing of forgiveness for someone in their family, or if it's a generational, say it's a generational thing where you've got heart disease in your family and it's in your family, it's in your family, does anybody want to break that off? And so the emotional healing, because when our team went to Russia for emotional healing, they did more, more healing physically came out of the emotional healing that they took people through. That when they got emotional healing, literally the sickness left their body. And so we have to attack some of this stuff, spirit, soul, and body. And our soul realm, our mind, our will, our emotions sometimes is tied to things that are locked into us and are causing physical issues. Uh, there are several doctors here. Stress kills your body. Emotional garbage kills your body. Fear kills your body. It is proven. And so that emotional healing is going to be dealt with with every person as we walk through this healing service. And then we're going to anoint them with oil over here. And the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. The Bible says in James, have the elders of the church anoint them with oil that the sick may be healed. That's the, that's the healing service we're going to do. It's a lot different than what you ever may have seen. But that's the picture I got. Does that bear witness with anybody? And so... We're going to fast for these next three days. We're going to stand for Kristen and all others. Or three weeks, excuse me, thank you. 21 days, three weeks. Everybody, 21 days, three weeks. And I just ask you guys, please, join in us. Take something that you just love every day that you can do without, whether it's food, coffee, smokes. Surely no one smokes. I'm joking. Whatever the... I'm not shaming anybody. Please don't. No, that's not, that was not what that was about. Whatever you can fast and use that time to focus on God in prayer. Tina's going to come up and share some things that the prophetic team got this morning. She felt glad she was going to do it this morning before service, but we really feel like it was at the end because there's this unity, there's this call to faith, there's this call to breakthrough, and she had some things on her heart. To walk us through in a prophetic way and then we'll end the service am i on that. hey hey guys i was saying okay so this morning as we were praying um we were getting direction from the lord 
So when you go into time of prayer and you get direction from God, then what do you need to do? You need to be obedient in what he shows you, right? <laughs> okay, so there were three things that come forward this morning. The first thing was God was reminding us, if you've been here a while, you might remember Ron Gideon, and he had a vision that he shared with the body of Christ. And in the vision, he was, God was showing him, come up here, Alger, that when the body of Christ comes together in unity and stands together with arms connected, how that we come together and the enemy has no place to get past us or through us. Like, he has no way to harm us, to take out people, okay? But if we start looking at each other and we start judging each other, critical, critical, or we we get in, um, you know, angry with each other, what happens is we we disconnect, okay? And there's no power, and the enemy can come and pluck you off. He can come and pluck you off, pluck me off. Okay, so that was the first vision, and that's the prophetic act that we're going to do here in just a few minutes, okay? The second vision was God was showing how all through service today were, there were, was gold falling from the, from the heavens, and this gold was faith, and he was showing how the body of Christ is here with our faith. You know, we all have a measure of faith, right? We all come with our mustard seed of faith, and God's saying that when we connect and we come together in unity, it takes us some, from here in our faith to here in our faith. We're, we're bringing our faith together. And when we bring our faith together and we connect with faith, oh my heavens, we can move mountains like nobody's business, okay? I know there's a scripture like one can, you know. It's one can put a thousand to flight, yes. two, ten thousand. Yes, so imagine all of us connected together, how many we're going to put to flight, Okay. And that's going to happen. Okay, the third thing was um, we, someone saw a white flag and a, and a purple flag. And just how that's holiness and that's royalty. And that how when we come together, it's like coming together and pushing into intimacy with God and the majesty of who he is. Okay, that's what we need to focus on and push for over this next 21 days. Okay, if you're, if you're not a member of this congregation, you are a member of the body of Christ, okay? It doesn't matter what church you go to. You're our brother and our sister. And I, and I challenge you today, if, even if you're here and you're like, well, that doesn't apply to me. Yes, it does, because these are your brothers and sisters. Go, go beyond these walls, okay? And let's join together today and move these mountains. So I want everybody to stand up. And I want everybody to connect arms with somebody. If you yeah, cross the aisles for me. I want everybody to push in, push in, come together. Get uncomfortable. Come together. There we go. Come on over. Come on over, Sam. That's right. Now the word says, if two or more come into agreement on anything that we ask, it shall be done. Right? That's the word. So I'm going to pray, and I want you guys to agree with me, okay? Thank you, Lord. Father God, I just thank you so much. We come to you in the precious name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for this body of Christ. I thank you for unity in this body of Christ. I thank you, God, that we bring our mustard seed of faith. We bring our measure of faith today, God, and we combine together with our brothers and sisters. We say no to doubt and disbelief. 
We say no to fear. And we say yes to the promises of God. We say yes to who you are. (laughs) You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You are the Almighty God. And we thank you, God, for who you are. We thank you for intimacy, and we press into intimacy together as a body of Christ, becoming and knowing who we are. In this 21-day fast, we know who we are. We become stronger in our faith. We become stronger in our faith, and we can look at cancer, and we can curse cancer because we know the Father God that lives on in the inside of us and the authority that you carry. And who we are is your believers, Lord. And so, God, as we leave here today, God, we don't leave as individuals. We leave together unified as one body, one believer in Christ, God. And I thank you, Lord. I just thank you for wisdom and revelation coming from heaven over the next 21 days, Father. I thank you, God, as we press in and we believe you for breakthrough, that, God, you deliver from heaven breakthrough into our own hearts. Whatever we need, God, breakthrough in our own hearts so we can... We can hear from heaven, and we can bring breakthrough. So thank you, Father God. We love you so much. We thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for today. We thank you for your presence today. We thank you for the deposits that are coming forth, and we release our faith today that we're coming higher in you, God. We're going to hear better. We're going we're to hear better. We're going to see better into who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So, like we said earlier, if you're here and you there, there is sickness in your body and you want to be added to the list, please either text me or email me or s- make sure you get a hold of us so that we can be add you to the list uh, on people who are praying for you. But uh, I'm, I'm expecting God to do some amazing things. And I just thank you guys for participating in this corporate fast for 21 days.